G'day and welcome to the Wyvern Podcast. My name's Riley Bonford and alongside me is David Hampstead. And for this holiday edition of the Wyvern, uh, it's a little bit different. Uh, instead of the strict, rigorous sort of structure we like to keep to, um, we've invited a few boys in, uh, a few of our infamous trash talkers and an alumni student. Um, we're just talking about the good times that we've got here at Cal Rossi and just some good chat in general from my perspective. Uh, Dave, you got anything to say? Yeah, it's great to have the boys in and uh, it's a little bit different to what we usually do, but we wanted a little bit of a self-indulgent episode this time around, so a few in-jokes, a yeah. few laughs, good banter. Uh, so if you don't like this one, uh, that's your bad luck, but this is the Wyvern Podcast. We really enjoy doing it and it was great to have our lads with us. So please enjoy today's podcast either way and uh, we'll see you after the holidays for our next instalment of... You're listening to the Wyvern <laughs> I did that on purpose, don't worry. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the podcast, episode 11. You're listening to The Wyvern. With Riley Bomford, and we're also surrounded by some very special people I've got here in the studio. We've, we've never got, done this before. No, this is like a big group session. Um, so we've got Mitch Watts, Mr. Country. He's made a previous appearance on the podcast. How are you going, Mitch? All right, how That's are good you? That's good to hear. All right, Gully, how are you, mate? <laughs> good, good, good. We've had Gully on here before, and uh, you might remember that Dave often threatens me with putting him in charge here, but we're not having a leadership spill anytime here on The Wyvern. I am the boss. And we've got to my right here, uh, Gus Cameron. How are you going, champ? Yeah, better than ever, mate. Oh, speak up, mate. Better, better than ever. <laughs> yeah, that's better. This, this, is our, this is our great fear that these boys are going to get uh, microphone shy because they're on the Wyvern podcast. <laughs> yeah, like what Mitchell did. And that bloke that <laughs> you just heard is Zachary Hatton. How you going, mate? Yeah, good. Part of our alumni <laughs> part of our alumni crew that we've now got going on here at Cowper. So it's great to have him on. And we're surrounded by some really, really great intellectual people, which is good, good to hear. Uh, the full trash... Oh, where's, the, where's Snooky, the trash trio? He's such a singer today. today. Oh. Of course he has. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Gus Cameron's sitting here with a dislocated or broken elbow, broken. and he's still come in to record. Commitment. Gus, Commit- can you tell us, uh, from what I know, you went to Newcastle yeah, on the, the, the rugby trip. Yep. For sevens. Yep. Talk us through the injury. So, basically, we played about four games, I think, and in the last half of the last game of the day, uh, Snooky and I both went f- to tackle this bloke, and I think... I think I swung my arm around and I've just smashed it right on the gap in his headgear on his head. And one of the teachers said she heard it from the sideline. But at first I thought it was just a stinger. So me and Snook both went back and tried. I didn't try. And, I knew I couldn't tackle anyone, but I was just trying to get in their way a bit. And yeah, then I went to the medic. They told me it was soft tissue. Got pretty swollen. So <laughs> got pretty swollen. So we went back to the medic. They said it was still soft tissue. And then the day after we got an X-ray and it was pretty broken. <laughs> it was funny on the bus. On the bus, he was heading back. He said, "Yeah, Mum will just say like, a couple panadol and yeah. a heat wheat. That'll go all right." I got home and she's like, "We'll just put the ice on it. Just see what happens." You know, you know, it was so. So it was, so it was 24 hours before you got it. Um, Scanned. No, it would have been like yeah, like yeah, sixteen would, hours. Yeah. Been a fair while. You, well, said, you sent me first. I'm like, you definitely need yeah, to get that check. It was so swollen. So it was golf ball. What it reminded me of is anyone here listened to the Twelfth Man ever? Billy Birmingham. Yes. Yep. Anyway, I know Gary, you're a huge fan. <laughs> anyway, one of the sections they're going through. It's in the wide world of sports. They're talking about gruesome sports injuries, and it's identical to this. And they're taking the piss out of it. So what the um, is they're playing AFL, and it says that um, a vicious headbutt on old mate's elbow left his elbow protruding from like his arm. So 
So the headbutt on the elbow and like it's, oh, the graphic, graphic sports injury here in AFL. It just reminds me of that. Okay. The fact that Gus did it on Snook's head. Snook came off fine. <laughs> and, uh, Snook had a headache. And he's got nothing in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gully, we talk about your love affair with Snook. We've talked about when he dies, we're getting buried alive with him, Gully. So oh, welcome be, to the podcast, Gully, hey? <laughs> wouldn't be undermining uh, your boss's uh, statue there, buddy. What are you doing? Hey, Gully, talk me through. Um, you're at the uh, the 16s grand final at uh, Pirates, <coughs> and uh, there was a the little hiccup with the water bottle we heard on the last podcast. Episode 10, we talked through the uh, absence of the water bottle. Talk us through what happened, mate. With the grand final? Yes. yes. Oh, so Starry brought... Well, we used the opens bottles, which isn't the sixteen bottles, which didn't have the, which didn't have the red water bottles. It's not the regulation the, water bottles <laughs> we yeah. use. And then, just before kickoff, Stay's like, Stay's must have been into all these weird, psych, like superstitions. Psych, yeah, superstitions and everything. He's like, go get that red water bottle. He'll need it. So then he was in the back of his ute. So then we got that red border ball and then I used it for the game. So do you think that you're the reason that they won because you got the red water bottle? <laughs> oh, no, maybe. Gully, what they do, they, they rub his head as they leave the tunnel every time. So that's why he's a bit of a good <laughs> like in that regard. Like a Buddha. Yeah, like a little Buddha. <laughs> did, you, did you appreciate our crowd chant we got going for you, Gully? Yeah. Oh, that's good. That you're self-loving. That's fine, Gully. Yeah. <laughs> Pump your ego a bit more. <laughs> Speaking of pumping ego, we've got Mitch Watts in the studio. How are you going, champion? Oh, yeah. So tell us about your experiences on Grand Final. How, how, what do you reckon? Oh, and do us this, do us this favour. Last time we had you on the podcast, you went all microphone shy. Uh, uh, what's, what's the story? Uh, I'm bashful. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, Look at it's happening now. Is it, is it so the 16th Grand Final we're talking about? Yes, yes. that's the one. Okay, so oh, it's, it's like, it, like when you do, when you're in the start, like when you're in the sheds and you have to psych everyone up. I'm I seem to be the always one that stuffs up. And I just need to keep going to keep the, that mood like going that you just need to keep the anger and, anger and stuff like that. And then Gus says something. I don't know why. It's always me. As soon as I say someone, everyone, everyone cracks, cracks up. up. And so I'm like, oh, that, that whole intense mood, time in a footy game and I say anything, everyone just, I don't know what it is, but everyone just so, cracks you, up. So are Probably you talking about the, the situation where you're in a huddle yeah, and, yeah. Everyone, and you're just trying to sort of like yeah. you're just trying to yeah, pump yeah. everyone up, and trying to psych everyone up. I literally said, "Play for each other out there," and everyone just <laughs> 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 at me. I saw you might said, "Play with each other out there." <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, like, so, who's in your team? Who yeah. is the uh, who? Who? Who's the the natural leader who says sort of says the inspirational thing that pumps Probably everyone Mitchell up? Probably Mitchell Snooky, Gully. Hey. Starry's good at it. Hunty, Hunty, Yeah, Starry's good at it. Starry's got to be experienced. Six grand finals. Saying that you're, that you're, you pump people up a bit. What's, what's I try on? to get, I try to get like the American football bit of vibe about it, but I don't think we're trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> try to get trash. Yeah, I don't think we're up to that. You stage. should have heard yeah. this clown at breakfast um, when we were down at Newcastle the <laughs> other day. You want to hear smack? This kid, if you want to talk about pregame pumping up and smack, we're sitting there at the breakfast table and he's just ridiculing me for something which I've never done, and he's claiming that oh, you've just changed, mate, ever since you've gotten like Ooh. this promotion. There's a bit of tension. There's a bit of tension between Sam Buster and Right. <laughs> there is no like, tension yeah. between. Yeah, there is. So, <laughs> so, fellas, you wouldn't have heard this yet because uh, we're about to. Uh, by the time that our listeners are hearing this, um, uh, that they sorry, I haven't released yet. While I'm speaking to you, I haven't released episode ten yet, yeah. so you haven't heard it yet. So on our previous episode, uh, yeah. Bomb, I actually quoted. 
Bomber after he became captain. So what you don't realise yeah. as you're listening is Bomber's actually lied to the people already. Oh. <laughs> I don't, don't. That's another reason why you should get your badge taken off. Oh, this is what he's saying. Explain the story. Explain Hang the story. No, we'll come back to the story. We'll come back to the story at the moment, right? So Bomber gets, uh, gets awarded the position as school captain <laughs> and... Uh, that one of the first things that's said to him afterwards is, um, do you know if he's school captain? You know what Bomber's reply was? No, I don't know. We haven't been told. So his first his first act of oh, school captain is to lie to the people. To lie to the people. You are kidding. He's yeah. also, what like, sort of man does that? He's had, had one This job. school captain badge, it's like, it's like, a, like I'm going to go talk to girls badge as well. Like, you should have said, I don't hey, know. Hey, 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 on, the rug, on the rugby trip, we were at Macca's in, in um, Scone. Oh, no, no, no. In Scone. All the boys were sitting around this table and we look outside, Bomford's sitting with all the girls. We're like, mate, you have changed. changed. I sat outside with and they the followed girls. me. I can't help if my charisma is no, so... No. But we were already sitting there and you left us. You're just the new Benny Grant. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. The haircut comes into it too. Like the, <laughs> Do you think this is the reason why Bombers uh, started to pay closer attention to the way his hair is? Oh. Oh. The, the part. Oh. Whatever, right. they, whatever what? they say happens. That's not true, Gaston. You know so. But Mitch at the breakfast yesterday, he's talking about this crap about his badge. His badge. I don't have a badge. And not this garbage that I go around talking to girls with. It. It's just Mitch, we're talking about breakfast. He's going, what? What's the story? Tell the story. What were you saying about me? So you've been strangling kids up against brick walls, <laughs> and Elliot Sang has given you this sort of power that's just like no other. When you get that badge on, and I just think it's a power that you you've taken for granted. So I reckon you need to get taken off you. Then again, Mitch, you did take your protein milk to breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you, took, you took protein milk. He to bought protein milk. So I went to Coles and there's this so AIS so this protein milk, and it says 15 grams of protein. It's 11 serving. cents. Well, it, was like, it was 11 cents at Tari, so I thought it was a bit of a bargain. Because it had a few eckies in it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll just take it down. It was a bit foamy, somewhat. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> ecstasy. <laughs> Did the job. Anyway, so there's all this. So you want to talk about smack? And this kid, this kid, Mitch Watts. That's all he goes on about. Anyway, I want to, I want to change pace a little bit from rugby because as we're heading into the summer, it's start warming up. You know, I'm getting my summer bod on as we you know, as we move through. From the dad bod. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to talk about cricket. I know we have got a few cricketers oh, here. Oh, oh. oh that's, <laughs> that was a response I was wanting. <laughs> We've got bar, you know bar, barbarian types. So we, as you know, Mitch, I think in the first podcast for the year I spoke about um, uh, you know our Barbar's trip we had to Tari yeah. and gave a few people shout outs Loza the coach you know all this excellent stuff that we did um, I want to say and we got Gully who's just a champion at cricket full stop these big loopy hand grenades he bowls <laughs> permanent wrong-ins he's, he's got, <laughs> got all this talent here stack talent uh, Haddo you're probably not the biggest cricketer mate that we've got now <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a bit hot no air con when you play cricket oh, so. I hate cricket so much <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know boys um can you try and embody that smack and that trash that you, you oh, know? Oh, sledging. Yeah. Sledging is just... That's why I pretty much play the game. Is well, I'd hardly call it sledging. Because it's just smack talk. You just try and get them off their pace. It's not sledging. As, as, as Nessie would say, it's just getting them off the lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very big inside joke. Um, yeah, yeah. Just throwing them off their line a little bit. What's your favourite... One, all right, what's it? Let's talk about favourite sledges. Our favourite one-line sledges that we can say. Mitchell's lost it. I'm going to... What, what, what do you reckon's your favourite sledge that you can say? No, oh, you go someone else first. Yeah, yeah, don't put me on... All right, I, I've uh, got mine. Yeah. Fire away, Bomber. 
So my favourite sledge is, uh, it's, it's fun doing backyard cricket, is uh, bowl him a short one, see if he can pull it like his sister. And see if he can pull it like his sister. Another good one I heard is uh, Bassie West. We're playing courtyard cricket. Dave, you know what courtyard cricket is. You were a part of it for a long time. Yes, courtyard cricket is played at Simpson House uh, boarding. So the boys uh, boys campus boarding. Uh, it's a it's a circular shaped building, and inside that uh, building is a courtyard, outdoor courtyard. It's got like a play turf on it, and yep, it got this intricate like run scoring methods. Like if you hit certain things, it's, it's just quintessential backyard cricket. There is trash, there is beamers, there is bounces. It is great fun. Anyway, one of the best things, Bassie West, one of our um, former students here and an alumni um, Jimmy Swaggle was chirping behind the stumps uh, you know babbling whatever nonsense that was coming out of his mouth and he said Jimmy I could eat alphabet soup and crap out more sense than that which I thought was an absolute cracker for the time but you know Jimmy just went eh man Sam man that typical we warrior type language but anyway they're two of my favourite sledges uh, Mitchell I know you you, you like you like a I'm sledge the, oh meowing behind like it slips with his <laughs> Can you give us an example of what you do? <laughs> wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be being quacked, like, like quacking noises? Wouldn't that be more appropriate? Yeah, but they just, it just turns about. And I then, think they turn around and go, I didn't realise I was playing against a special ed. So I, don't think, I think that's what they turn, they turn around and say. <laughs> anyway, did you have any other sledges? Oh, getting beaten like a redhead stepson's an all right one. Yeah, but, <laughs> that's that's yeah. rough. That's just plain old rough. I'll step in and say here, when we invite these boys on the podcast, we talked to them a little bit about the recording process, but we didn't prep them about what's allowed to go to air and what's not allowed to go to air. <laughs> so there could be a whole lot of editing. Maybe not. We'll see how what we can get away with here. Gully, you got any sledges, bud? Oh, just the typical ones, like... <laughs> No more leaves in the gum tree. Or... Oh, <laughs> that's in Harry Reynolds' style. <laughs> 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 like the tour, tour on going on. <laughs> no, you got you got to make them. You got to make them. Think matter at the vision show. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the key to, 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 to smack. You've got to say like probably the worst thing you say. So then they get put off by it, and then all of a sudden you've got wickets. The worst. Some of the worst sledging you ever. Playing against this side um, from West Pennant Hills um, oh. in a Tamworth Carnival oh, a few so years sad. back, and they had this chant which they did. And I'll do the chant for you. They go, walking in with the bowler, <laughs> throw it into the keeper. Except they said that just about every, and if it wasn't that, they'd say, dot, 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 that's what we want. And they literally repeated those two, because I remember I was playing with it. Bomber didn't, doesn't fancy that game very much. No, nope, uh, no. run out in that game. That uh, yeah, that was appreciate. A, an awful run but out there situation. Was, there was those two sledges and they did not... Stop. Stop. And see, I look at those. I look at those sides who implement those types of sledges compared to nasty, vindictive ones, which I think are really high class. Um, I think you need to use more, in my opinion. No, joking, of course. Uh, sledging should be used in moderation, like gambling. Um, it's it certainly is a gambling sport. But, but I remember s- a few years ago, you had a bit of fun with the West Pennant Hillside in um, Tyree. <laughs> so uh, when, yeah. we were, well, when we were playing in Tyree, a lot of people don't know this, but there was like this cult fan club that um, I built down there. So we were playing in a bar bar, so people from everywhere. And I, they put me down the boundary for some reason. I don't know why they put Captain Custard down there on the boundary anyway. I can't. I can't. Relay throw it to yourself. <laughs> so I can't throw a ball. But they put me down there in front of West Bound Hills. And the parents are trying to sledge me. Like they're trying to just have a dig at me. And I'm turning around. And I'm having good fun with them. And they started loving me. And we went to this presentation night. And it was unnerving how much they were liking me. Like they're going, oh, it's Bomber. How are you, Bomber? says, I've never met you in my life. Don't wait for me. And as we're leaving... They were like, 
chasing us down the road as I was in, in Gus's car as we were leaving. I said, Fang it, get back to the motel quickly. They go, Bomber, come back, running down the road. I go, get out of there. It's like deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. So let me interrupt for a moment. Talking about uh, sledging, if you were to rate your top three sledges, as in people who can sledge, whether it be rugby, whether it be cricket, any other sports, who are your top three? I think we've asked this question before, but who are your top three? Mitchu, for you, who are your top three sledges in the school? Well, that, that would include smack talk because they've got to be able to... Yeah, they've got to be able Luke, to... Luke Shalurk can talk some smack. He thinks he's Conor McGregor around the school. He's just call me, just call me <laughs> Connie. <laughs> yeah, but um, Snook... Snook in rugby, he can he can talk some smack. I think you're overlooking the man in the mirror here, Mitchell. <laughs> I think you, I think I think you'd be up there as one of the biggest smack talkers going around. Does you know, anybody get anybody gets carried away that's really aggressive in their sledging? Something you just have to go, hey mate, take it easy. Probably not here. I'm not sure. Um, I've seen some whispers coming across the table. Here. There might be a name that's come up. You got anything, Mitchell? I don't know. I don't know. Haddo had something. But... You got anything, Haddo? No, I was just thinking Hunty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Angus Hunt, hey? Oh, well, Haddo... Haddo, getting ripped on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haddo, I have heard that uh, on the rugby field, uh, you've, on a couple of occasions, let, let the uh, rush of blood to the head get to you and you've let your temper run a little bit wild. Has that happened? Yeah, probably a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Haddo coming out to me earlier uh, this year um, he's saying, because he was playing against us, hey, Bomber, i got a few questions regarding some law stuff. So, oh, yeah, no worries. Um, uh, and he said, would I get in trouble if I, if I just, you know, accidentally bit one of the players? I went, that's not okay. That is not okay. He says, oh, it's okay. I won't bite him hard. So don't bite. That's not funny. <laughs> but it throws me back to, you know, had I now being one of our alumni, as just recently graduated, um, I want to talk about the first time I ever met Hatto, and we are on a bus going from Simpson to Kappa, and he was sitting either in front of me or behind me, and I say I was talking, and he just said, I'll bite you. And I said, and I said no, you won't. And he, and he bit me. He bit me on the forearm. I go, what is happening here? That was the first time I met Zach. But, uh, you know, a great friendship has been built since then on biting and various other things. So. Gully, um, what about for you? Anybody that stands out to you as a, a great... Trash talker? Mitch Watch, Gus Cameron and Riley Bomber. Oh, right. <laughs> the biggest trash talker sitting in the room with us right now. Yeah. I, I, th- I feel like because they're on the podcast, they've tempered their uh, they've tempered their yeah. chat a little bit in the hope that some of it will go to air. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Gull. I reckon some of the big... Leachy and Starry, I reckon they'd be up there talking yeah. some smack. Yeah. Pricey. Pricey Pro- talks bulk yeah. son. Talks bulk smack. That's all he does. He's Smack. Is, there much, is there much smack talk that goes on over on the other campus? I'll tell you what I do notice. All the gentlemen that are sitting around the table at the moment, there seems to be a lot of gentlemen who end, uh, from our year 10 class who end up over at the girls' campus uh, after hours. You know, so the, they jump on the bus from the Cowper campus. It's the double bubble, over. mate. They're just getting overtime. <laughs> well, so what's behind that? Gus, I've seen you over there a fair I bit, mate. I live there, sir. So. Oh, no, no, no. Oh! Got him! Got him right there! <laughs> <laughs> I live about 100 metres away from Kelsey, so I just catch the bus there and then go home. Yeah, but you, when I see you, you're at the campus. You're not oh, at home. Yeah. You're at Your the lip's campus. up, mate. The top lip's up. Oh, like I don't use it. Don't use it. What are you going to say, mate? What are you going to say? What I actually say? have to spend time there. I have classes there. You have to spend time. Yeah, yeah I, cl- I have classes there. So is that what happened at McDonald's, was it? Oh! 
Gully, you will remain who's simple. He, who's he sitting with, Gully? I don't know, I wasn't there. Because <laughs> you didn't get going. invited, Gully. Oh, that's why. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's not school captain. He's meant to be encouraging people here. He is they're tearing them apart. Oh, Who was yeah. he sitting with? Take my badge. Just just cat, I, I, cat I went home with Dad, so I was... Just Cass never came on the trip, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> there is too much smack in this room. Oh, no, this is a, was this a Karossi? I mean, on that... No, this was Scone. Yeah. And you yeah. sat at Macca's. Who was he with? So, what? what well, let's, let's move on a little bit. Um, <laughs> 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 what I'm trying to say is... Gus and Mitchell, you don't have a legitimate reason to be at Brisbane Street. I do. I live like a hundred metres away. And what are you, Mitchell? You live at you Nathan's. Live... Nathan's there every second day, and but you're there every day. Yeah, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have. I'm got a bus pass to get home back to Forest Hill, so that's how I get walks. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I I don't think you can find dirt on me, but I think there's it's pretty evident that there's dirt between you two. I tell you what, Gully though, Gully implements his strategies in a, in a different way. He doesn't go to Brisbane Street. He 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 uses the intricate web of social media to um. <laughs> With the budgies. Yeah. <laughs> Gully, Gully's a bit of a start, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> this is the worst podcast ever. <laughs> I'm just, they just put dirt on me. They just put dirt on me, Dave. I'm trying to take cheap, cheap stabs in them back. You're the one inside of this conversation. That's all I can say. I reckon Haddo, Haddo needs to... He hasn't talked that much. I reckon... Who's your top three, Zach? Smack talkers, yeah. Who from our year <coughs> students just gone? Who are our biggest smack talkers? Oh... AJ. Yeah, AJ Petorius. Yeah. Oh, he does talk smack. When I was at that Larkin Shield refereeing, he was chirpy, chirpy, chirpy the whole time. <laughs> um, Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> and probably James Newbury as well. Yeah. So sorry. It was James Newbury. I think I took a, a stab at James Newbury on the podcast. What he was, well, we were over at the uh, the Brisbane Street campus, and uh, he was trying to flirt with the girls. Oh, nothing out of the ordinary and there. He, and, his, <laughs> and his move was to throw a ball across the playground to try and hit one of the girls. That was his. That was his. That was his move. That was Come his. On, James. That was his yeah, game. It's not a. Ba- it's not a bad tactic. I prefer to use um, the more subtle. T- no, I'm just talking smack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is just a smack talk. Pranav. Pranav can talk some smack. Oh yeah, like <laughs> Oh yeah, Pranav talks smack. All right. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's enough about smack talk at the moment. Do you want to move on to anything, Dave? What, what topic do you want to move on to now? So, uh, gentlemen, yesterday was the farewell to our Year 12 students and uh, got a little bit tough, Bomber. Things got a little bit tough. So, for those, for those listening at home who, who mightn't have seen it, Bomber tried to hide his face. Um... Uh, for those that, perhaps for those who don't know Bomber very well, he's you know he's from Baraba, raised tough on the land, mm-hmm. um, you know, calloused, meant meant to be you know, very stoic, very strong, but there was a moment of weakness. Um, a chink in the army. I wasn't realised that they programmed emotions into my CPU. To be honest, that was my first my first intentions. Like I, I always like to see the say the um, phrase "I don't cry, I rust" um, because a lot of people say I'm emotionless and cold. But yesterday, I didn't know what this. Yeah, strange you've, been feel- to, you've been trying to hold up this facade for a long period of time. I didn't know. I didn't know what that. It was. It was very. It was. It was a bit tough for me. I. Um, I guess I guess I cut right to the chase. I cried. I'll honestly say I was, I'll come out there and say I cried. Um, it was it was hard uh, saying saying goodbye to a group of students who I think have been so influential in this school and on me, and especially because I live with the blokes as well at Simpson. Um, Zach to my right here. 
can vouch for that. Just yeah, he's got a bit of a tear in his eye already. I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was an upsetting day. It was upsetting seeing Bomber cry. Just making it so real, really. Yeah. I think you were the only one though, Bomber. There was a few. There was a few. There was a few. A few tears. Um, but it was. It was a lot. Who, who else? Who else had the tears? Any, any other year 11 students? Oh, Jimmy Swagger. Yeah. Jimmy Swagger oh, had them. Jimmy Swagger had, had a little cry, did he? Yeah. Oh, a little cry. He had, was there? Jenny Brennan. Yeah, Jenny Brennan did, but like, it, I think yeah. it speaks... It's just, yeah. It speaks lengths into how, yeah, how close we are yeah, here. It's good but it was tough because the, the night before we had Border Farewell as well. So you've just... This week, it's bittersweet. It always has been that end of Term 3. you got Border Farewell, you're saying goodbye to everyone. And then this one, oh, it's it's, it's hard. And I think All I've heard you say... You've got a little smirk say, on your face. All I've heard you say is, I cried, and Jimmy cried, and Jed cried. I, that's, all I, that's all I'm hearing. That's all I, I'm hearing. I, um... I didn't cry much. Like, you know, it was just... It was, it was a good speech. I thought... I thought... Uh, two mosquitoes flew into my eyes simultaneously. I just wiped them. That was why I think... Well, it was... Uh, is it... Is it am I allowed... Is it human for me to say, yeah, I, I cried? Is Are you it, struggling uh, through this, Bummer? Is it hard yeah. to talk about, is it? <laughs> a little bit. I'd rather... Just lay down on the black couch. We'll talk... You know... Yeah, we'll lean back. And like we'll I said, I'm we'll not... We'll start at the very beginning. Not the most, very beginning. Not the most... It started, we it started when I was in a PAW camp in Vietnam. No, man. Charlie... <laughs> Charlie, we're attacking from all directions. <laughs> so this is how I cope with emotions. I um, make up stories. Our listeners will hear this uh, during the holidays. So uh, just wondering, gentlemen, heading into the holidays, what, what are the big plans? My hope is, and I've said this to a few fellas who've, who've made their way uh, home for the holidays, I'd like people to take photos of the things that they've killed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't want to see those emus that were going on over the other day. Oh, that's that horrific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's like not okay. Well, I think like that's shooting. Yeah, I think it's a little bit different. Yeah. So when I, when I say that, I mean photos uh, of things like so. Some some of the boys who go. I don't know if I can pig uh, hunting and like David like that. Braun. We want photos of him. Yeah, so David Braun, um, la, maybe two years ago, mm. I remember he casually brought in this photo of uh, uh, a, the massive boar that he shot. What what was it kilo wise? How oh, I've got no idea. All I know. Was it was massive? It's it was huge. absolutely enormous. And there's sort of David sitting there with his. I think he should. Did he should no, I was going to say he shot it with a 22, but I think he won a 22. He sent yeah. it into a uh, yeah. a, hunting, a hunting magazine yeah. um, and won himself a gun on yeah. the back of that. That, uh, that shot. The Braun so, family. We have to make their own. Um, series like Shooter and stuff like that. Isn't it? <laughs> I, I don't know. Harold, 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 Harold's, quite the fish, Harold's quite the fisherman, and this David's quite the shot. Keep, keeping up, keeping up with the keeping up with the broad <laughs> in Blackville. I'm sure it would be. Oh, that was another bit of smack you were talking. You came out with a story called "Keeping Up with the Bombers." When we were at Newcastle, <laughs> <laughs> these blokes they could be executive producers. Um, <laughs> holidays for me. Um, as I think we've mentioned on the podcast, it's a time of isolation. It's a time of um, actual family. Time of sadness. Well, not because of that, but because I, I you know, I, my life is here at school. Um, uh, going back to God's country in Barbara, it, it's, it's pleasure. It's it's an honour to do that, but um, it, it can be a tough little bit being away from you, um, you fellas. Do you, do you go hunt? See, I'm really interested in hunting because I've never done it. So mm. I, I really like the fact that you guys get to go home and uh, take out the gun and the weapons and, and do something practical. I'm not all about animal cruelty or anything like that, but there's a practical purpose behind people doing it. Um, and I think it's really cool seeing the uh, the photos and, and things that come back. Um, Luke Shalert, mm. and yeah. he's, uh, he's, he's a bow hunter. Yeah, he holds the record for, what is it, is it the biggest the, goat? Yeah, the biggest junior. Yeah. For his age, he yeah, shot the age biggest goat. Is that in Australia? Yeah, or? Australia. Yeah. He doesn't really talk about it that much, but he's... Yeah. No, you really got to bleed it out of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Because I feel like I'm like Mitch. Ex- Mitch will tell you right off the bat when he starts talking. Look at his throat. Oh, Gully! Cut him, Miss Gully's from afar. You want to shoot anything? Yeah, not too much. Nah. So what do you what do you do back home during the holidays for you, Gully? Well. Most of the time we used to get away from home because we got family elsewhere. So where do you go? So Moree, that's Tom Gleason's going to do a go away special there. I'm saying pretty I don't sure. think anyone would just pick Moree to go away. Really <laughs> grandmother lives there. So. Yeah, well, all right, fair so, enough. And then we've got relatives in Sydney, so we call them. Get the Eggies from uh, there. Petersham, so in the west. Oh, I used to live right near Petersham. There you go. Another area. I'll be a Sydney boys. My, old, my old stopping ground. <laughs> oh, is that where all your private school, you know, snobby? Is that North Shore? Where is it? I don't no, know. Where no. Oh, no, no. Talking about this Sunday, who's everyone backing for the rugby league? Oh, what, you think you just lead conversation <laughs> points now? No, I'm going to invite him onto the I podcast. Just, and here he, is, here he is all of a sudden. Okay, uh, blocker Rach. We'll start, we'll start talking. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Uh, all right. Uh, so, grand final, Rooster Storm. Back in the storm. Yeah, right. definitely the storm. Because Billy the Kid's back. Um, oh, that was a bit controversial. Ooh, oh, let's talk. Let's talk about the Billy Slater shoulder charge contra- controversy. I reckon I reckon it was fine. I reckon they came to the right decision that he should have been let off. He was always going to be let off, though. It's his last game. I yeah, I, reckon. I don't think that's true. I don't think that was relevant throughout the entire oh. decision-making process. Yeah, but it's, it's, we're going to be fair for everyone. It doesn't matter if he's last game or not. So. But you take a look at the footage and what he was trying to do. That right arm was coming around to try and make the tackle and how he was tackling in front of him so that if the try scorer the bloke was it Fecky who had the ball yes, yeah. no, if he was running um, if his momentum carried him over Billy would be under the ball <laughs> to prevent to hold it up in the end goal that's what would happen and Mitch you're a Rooster supporter you've got inherent bias right here <laughs> well, so junior ref here talking about he knows the rules so just <laughs> <laughs> but that's union not league yeah, well, means I, that means I know gentlemen's have we, have we got through 28 minutes of this podcast already without Bomber telling us he's a referee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my, oh. He's even repping the shorts. <laughs> of course he's not. They're not referees. I reckon my, one of my favourite, we'll get, come back to the rugby league in a moment, one of my favourite moments for Bomber has to be when he tried to tell us how, we were talking about uh, rugby trips, <laughs> r- heading away on rugby trips and how, how good it is to head away with the boys on a rugby trip. And then Bomber starts to go, oh, you know, don't worry about it. <laughs> Referee trips are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> mate, once you, once you have three pub squashes and a chicken sandwich in the referee's tent, oh, mate, you're one of the other. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you, you spend three hours talking about Excel spreadsheets, um, whistle tone and variation, um, the style of, like, card holders and things, I'm t- it's very stimulating conversation. Oh, look, it'd be material. fantastic. I, you know, everyone, everyone desires to go head away on a referee's trip. <laughs> I'm telling you, Referee's retreat to Moree with Gully would be really fun to go on. <laughs> Sorry, back to the rugby league. Uh, Mitch, you were saying you're, you're a, I'm a supporter, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm back in there. It's going to be hard but when, yeah, when you don't have your general, don't have your general yeah. on the field. I reckon he'll play. He'll, yeah, he'll be this. I reckon he'll play. Yeah. They'll show their aces, he right? Was, like yeah. you see in the second half, there he was just there for the. Talk. He was just talking to him, talking to. Him. He wasn't doing much physically. He was just talking them through it, which. He still tried to make tackles, didn't he? Yeah, he's just jumping into them like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> like a fish. That's going. Get fish jumps, maybe a shark, but not. A fish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. What do you reckon, Dave? 
Oh, I've got to be honest. I, I don't really. I would. I would suspect that Melbourne is is going to win if Cooper Cronk is not a hundred percent. If he doesn't take the field, I think Melbourne Storm are definitely the favourites. I think if he takes the field, it's a closer game. But I still think Melbourne get away with it. Yeah. The fairy tale finish. Um, mm. But Orbison at seven doesn't really sound that um, persuasive. But anyway, we'll see how that goes. Gussie, Gussie, Gussie. Got a prediction for us, Gus? I would back the. I'm not. I'm not the biggest rugby league supporter, but probably the Roosters. I reckon they got a pretty solid team. Yeah. I'd back them. All right, so we've got we got Storm, Storm, you Storm Gully. Uh, I want the Roosters to win, but I think Storm will get. So we got four Storm to the two Roosters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. the best win. I've got another question. <laughs> I know, I'm like, this is you great. Got, <laughs> you got, this is great. Hey, so Bomber, move over, Gully. I think I think yeah. we know where our uh, where our podcast is going. Hey, Bomber, you, you mightn't be required, mate. Oh, that's fine. I'll walk out the door right now. <laughs> you talk a big game. Oh, well, mate, what should we do? What should we do? <laughs> Send him out. What should we do? What should we do? You, you think I will? All right, Mitch, what's your question? Yeah, let's hear it. I know Dave's got an interest in UFC. Dave, um, so oh, Connor, you yeah. ask me about Connor and Khabib. Connor, yeah, Connor and Khabib. Who have you got there? Oh, I really want Khabib to win because I hate Conor McGregor. Yeah, right. But uh, it's it's really going to be dependent on whether or not if McGregor's takedown defense is good, if he can keep distance from Khabib. Um, I think McGregor will win on the back of striking. Yeah. So did you watch? Did you happen to watch Khabib's last fight? No, I didn't. So his last fight, um, he fought a a fill-in fighter and uh, looked terrible. Yeah. People thought he'd he'd, uh, do away with him in in one round, but it took five rounds and he won on a decision. So I think that. I think if if McGregor, if McGregor can keep his distance and his takedown defense is strong, I think his speed and power he'll eventually catch Khabib. Yeah. I think if Khabib can get him on the ground. Um, oh, sorry, be, I'm, I'm late now. <laughs> if Khabib can get Conor McGregor on the ground and ground and pound, I think McGregor will, will he'll be gone within four rounds. I have to agree. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I really just I just really want to see some um some floating like a butterfly and stinging like some beeper stuff in there. I think that's what you. Really <laughs> Do you even know the sport we're talking about? Um, isn't it racquetball when you play it with a ferret? I'm not <laughs> sure what it is. <laughs> no, it's UFC. It is um, the ultimate fighting, fighting champion. championship. Mitch, who do, you, who do you want to see win? I like McGregor, so I'd back, I'm backing McGregor just because could be. I hate McGregor. He's just, I just hate Oh, Gus, so you, you hate McGregor as well? Yeah, I don't like him. He's so cocky. Did you see that? I don't know if you saw the last press uh, press conference, but they didn't allow the UFC didn't allow the fans into the press conference. And yeah. usually McGregor in his press conferences, he'll g up the crowd and get a lot of crowd support. Yeah, he um, but because it was only journalists in there, he sounded like an absolute tosser. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's so cocky. I was so happy Floyd Mayweather beat him in that fight. Destroyed He's just him. So cocky. About Absolutely it. destroyed him. But, uh, Mm, well, intriguing. Bomber <laughs> <laughs> acting like he's got any idea about what's going on in the UFC. I, I feel very small and I now I know because I like to alienate other people. I do, yeah, now I know what it feels like to not be in the know with whatever's happening. So you obviously be saying like, I reckon it'd be fun to watch and get into. No, it'd be oh, something. Not that, to, no, I'd hate. I know it's a lot of obscure cricket trivia pieces. You know, is that? Is that a turn on or something? Oh, I don't know. Can that be useful? Can that be... I don't know. Is that, is that, like, is that useful in, in some aspect of life? I don't no, know. No, not at all. Yeah, you know, those referee chats as we're going to various places. Here, here. we go. Back on the referee. <laughs> <laughs> Bomber's bingo. Big Bomber's t- bingo. Tells us he's a referee. I'm telling... Oh, someone knows a referee again. <laughs> all right. 
move on to our because we're getting a bit we're getting a bit dull here. I think um, after that uh, bit of divergence. Any holiday recommendations? So one thing that we like to do in our holiday specials is you know it be Netflix or <laughs> <laughs> Netflix or some literature or some um, music. What's some recommendations? You I imagine uh, 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 Gus and Mitch, you'd be doing a lot of reading during the holidays, oh, would you? Oh, yeah, a lot of uh, so books much. and yes. books. Nothing worse. I'm getting into Shooter at the moment. There's a CV series. Is that the one with Marky Mark? I don't know. So, now, Mark Wahlberg was in the Mark. movie, and uh, I think it's... Is his name Ryan Phillippe? Or Phillippe? Oh, that's or the movie. Like that. There's a TV series. I have a question. How yeah, good no, was sorry, Marky Mark's yeah. rapping career? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> yeah. No, um, Ryan Phillippe, he's in the TV series. That's yeah, what yeah. Thinking. And, yeah. It, like, Bobby Swagger. And he's just... He's just a gun. He just shoots anything that comes in his scope. So yeah. I'm, I've watched this whole season in a few days. So I watched really season one. Even... See, after season one, it's terrible. Yeah. Season one wasn't even. I didn't think it was amazing. I thought it, I was so excited when it came out as a TV series, and I thought it would be really good. Yeah. But it just sort of lost its way. Yeah. It could have been great. Yeah. Maybe they need to. I don't know what they need to do to make it better. But it was it just a seems great, like a lot of yeah. Great concept. Under the table stuff. It's just it happens a lot in that show. So. Gully, what's your? Well. I'm like you blokes so I don't have unlimited internet <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping to get outside I don't know do a bit of helping out the farm if not What's, what's your nets? recommendations you can give us, guys? Do you recommend pe- people go outside during the yeah, holidays? Is yeah, that your recommendation, yeah. <laughs> Don't sit inside and watch Netflix. Oh, the irony. Oh, the irony. <laughs> Gus, what are your recommendations? I own the beaches the way to go. Are you, a, are you a gamer? Uh, not yes! yes. <laughs> I'm not a gamer. I'm a social gamer, I'd say. So, so is Mitchell. That's like smokers. Or, or, I'm not a smoker. I'm a social, I'm a social smoker. So what, what do you, uh, <laughs> what's smoker. your game of choice? What will your game of choice be these holidays? You're switching the FIFA Olympics. or Fortnite would be. Oh. 2K19's come out and I'm playing my career, so. But oh, I think, I think nice. I'd much rather go to the beach than game, though. I, I like Minesweeper. I think Minesweeper's a crap. <laughs> <laughs> of course you would, Bomber. <laughs> Say the word jingoistic in a podcast again. Go on. <laughs> Just being silly now. Adam, have you got a Netflix recommendation or a uh, music or anything like that? No, I've... I've watched Orange is the New Black, but there's no more seasons out on that yet. Oh, House of Cards, um, season six, the final season's coming out. I'm um, in November. Oh, yeah, that'll be. Good. I'm gonna be keen for that, but uh, you know, somewhat, you know, ever since my hero fell off the perch, Kevin Spacey, I'm, I'm somewhat ashamed to watch that show a little bit. <laughs> I will happily say I still enjoy Kevin Spacey movies. You can quote me on that. I don't find. I, I am fine with that. How yeah. about a uh, how about a music rec- recommendation? Uh, an al- it has to be an album recommendation. Mm. I don't know if you young lads. Yeah, we're actually getting some. No, what an album is anymore. But, uh,. Or if for you young lads who don't listen to albums anymore, I know Bomber, you listen to albums. Yeah. But from the other lads, if you are not listening to albums, you're listening to um, singles and music. Have you got recommendations for our listeners at home? Oh, they listen to pure trash. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got some, I've got a um, half decent one with I'm, I'm a big Powderfinger fan, um, as a lot of people may know. Uh, Internationalist, one of Powderfinger's albums, is turning twenty this year. I recommend if anyone likes that. Uh, you know, I know you hate Australian music, Dave. I do, but um, this is showing my age. I I had that album bought for me way back oh, in the day. Very nice. Yeah, yeah so yeah. Um, 1998. So, um, Powderfinger, I'd recommend get, having a listen to some of their stuff, celebrate their 20th anniversary of Internationalist. It's my favourite album by, their, by them. Um, 
followed closely by Vulture Street because it's an absolute banger. Um, I can see Mitch Watts is having a heap of <laughs> heap to do with this conversation. <laughs> Have you got any recommendations, buddy? Well, in the, there's been a bit of controversy lately in the music industry between um, <laughs> Machine it? Gun Kelly and oh. Eminem and their diss tracks. Yes, I don't I don't mind the sound of them. They're they're pretty good. Sorry, what's a diss track? For like the like, like just it's just a pure song ripping on the other person. So oh, that's clever. Yeah. That's, that's clever. That's clever. Yeah. You're so gangster bomber. <laughs> I'm so I'm so white. <laughs> I thought um uh, everyone everyone was saying that Machine Gun Kelly's has a bit of tune. It's just this like, track was a little bit a little bit catchy. And yeah, and it's, then it's, but the, but they were saying Eminem's track absolutely destroyed him. Yeah. And I didn't think that was the case at all. I thought like it was solid, but it wasn't. It didn't really it did, like the starting him. line of um, last night Rihanna hit me on the text Last, last night I left hickeys on her neck Is that just, It sets a tone Stop talking now Please Please stop talking I've actually got I've got If you want to hear The worst rap song ever I've got I've found it um, it's by a, a British bloke, the most British person you'll ever know. <laughs> um, Dave in Charge, the person is called. And look up Dave in Charge, I think it's called Habitat. The worst song you'll ever <laughs> Who hear. Who that? Is that Ryan? Yeah, Ryan showed it to me. He came <laughs> in and said, I just found the most British thing you'll ever find. Like, this guy is so, so British. And like you look at it, he's this pasty white guy. It's <laughs> really terrible rap video. And he starts it off by going, Dave in Charge, Dave in Charge, Dave in Charge. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the worst thing you'll ever hear. Please look it up, listeners, um, and you'll know how bad it is. Uh, I've got an album recommendation. This one's going back a little bit of time. It's a band called Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, an album called Howl. <clears throat> None of you would know that, what that no, one is, no, no. and you shouldn't. Uh, but that's a little recommendation from me. Um, maybe another one. The Black Eye, uh, the Black Keys. I was going to say Black Eyed Peas, but don't listen to them. Um, the Black Keys, an album called Brothers. No, don't. Stop, stop, that. stop, that. stop that right now. Uh, yeah, so they, they might be two of my recommendations for albums to listen to from, um, on the music front. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through my Apple Music at the moment. Oh, Jeff Buckley's Apple. Apple. Spotify. Spotify is pure trash. Well, all of us listen to Spotify except for you, Bombs. I listen to Apple Music. I listen to Apple Music. You don't know what's good until you have Spotify. Yeah. I don't know. I don't that's know if that's true. Hey, I'm I'm a scrub. I only came to Apple Music um, after I was on iTunes. Even Sue I was on Spotify. <laughs> None of our listeners know who Sue is, so there's no point in making that reference <laughs> whatsoever. Um, okay, so yeah, Spotify is a consensus. Cool. I'm going to take an initiative here, and I think we should start wrapping this episode up. Uh, it was a privilege privilege to have you boys on. Uh, I want to throw over to Haddo as being one of our alumni students. Uh, we'll, we spoke last podcast about how we've been asked to um, by uh, promoting the centenary next year and get a lot of our alumni on and talk about it. Um, want you want any like closing remarks, Haddo, before you leave, or what do you want to say about this place or Simpson or anything? Got any closing remarks? Yeah, no, I definitely miss it. Like. I hate like I actually hate going home. I love being here at Simpson, especially. I always get the young ones come up and stir Jordan and Ethan up, flip their beds, pull their clothes out. And oh, that was pandemonium the other day up at boarding. And that was crazy. A few holes get put in the wall because Ethan and Jordan just chuck them out and just oh, it's just madhouse. But I love it. The boys love. You know, we just do. We go out and just do whatever. Like we just. It's like it's a massive family. It's awesome. Come to school. It's the same thing. You know, walk in. Everyone says hello. It's not. You know, just groups like other schools. Everyone's hello. So that's what I'm the most not being able to come to school every day so well thanks Hatto. thanks for um i'll personally say thank you for what you've done here and being oh captain my captain at boarding um board of prefect for 2018 uh 
you really did an spectacular job there, and likewise the rest of your cohort here at school. So that's it me done. Certainly won't be another Haddo. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, saved by the bell, Jose. There we go. So, well, thank <laughs> you, boys. Thanks for everyone being on thank the Wyvern Podcast. Have an enjoyable rest of your holiday, and we'll see you bright and early for Term 4. See you. Thank you.